0: Okay so I'm so excited to have our next guest guys okay she is freaking she's a beautiful blonde she's basically <laughs> physical, physical perfection and she's super smart um I feel like we connect at <laughs> a really special level and I'm super honored to have her talk about Russian humor because I love Russians you guys are amazing we are communist comrades in this
1: yes
0: yes yeah right and then it's like um, she's just such a, um, you know, inspiration to me. Uh, she runs a podcast called Super Intuit, which is really amazing. We, she talked about like one of my favorite characters ever, uh, Scarlett O'Hara um, from Gone with the Wind, and she was amazing. And I'm just excited to have her on this podcast because she's going to discuss Russian humor, so you can understand the most kick-ass people on the planet, really, uh, most badass people, most beautiful people. So welcome, <laughs> how are you doing?
1: Good. Thank you so much for having me, Lee. Um, it's such a nice intro. You made me smile so much. Uh, yeah, I'm so excited to do this with you right now. Awesome. Me too.
0: Yeah. So, okay, let's just dive right in. So, what is it like being super hot and blonde?
1: <laughs> well, um, well, first, thank you. You are very nice to me, and I love it. Um, compliments, compliments fuel me. Um, but uh, I, I have to ask you, what's it like being hot and Chinese? it's all plastic surgery. That's, that's the secret. <laughs> if you can see
0: pictures of my before, it'd be like, oh, that's why this girl is funny. Um, <laughs> but no, you haven't answered the question. You can't answer a question with a question. <laughs> yes,
1: I can. Um, <laughs> no, you're very sweet. I appreciate the compliment. Um, I Like I said, I like compliments and that's all I know to say right now. <laughs> Um I'm from the Midwest. I have to be very modest. <laughs> oh, are you,
0: are you what? I'm sure okay, tell me what I'm confused now. So what what was your journey? Like how did you end up in LA?
1: So my parents immigrated here from Russia. I'm first generation. I was born here. Oh, okay. Um my mom ended up in Ohio, that's where I was born and raised. I went to college in Boston, and then immediately after school I came out to Los Angeles, and that's where I currently am. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Okay, that's awesome. And like, uh, what is your favorite Russian
1: joke? You know, it's not so much a specific joke. But if you ever look at the gifs or gifs, depending on who's going to get mad about how I say it on your phone, there's so many wonderful, absurd Putin gifs and gifs in the messages. So if you haven't explored all of those, I highly recommend. My favorite is one of him as a dancing crab. I don't know why. I just love it. Oh, my God. I need to search this. Um, I need to put
0: down my phone. I have an urge
1: to look at it, but that's
0: hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, can you teach me like some
1: bad words in Russian? You know, I would. And I was thinking about that. And when I read that question, when you sent it to me, I thought, oh, my God, nothing comes to the top of my head because I honestly don't know any. I'm too wholesome, (laughs) Lee.
0: Well, like, what do you – what do your parents curse about in English, then? Like, is there any – Oh, my God.
1: My mom is a Disney princess. She does not curse.
0: Damn it.
1: She is Anastasia. She is just too little precious. I know. It's so disappointing, right?
0: (laughs) What about your relatives?
1: Well, so – I am not fluent in Russian. I'm currently learning. I've been studying it for the past year. My relatives are still over in Russia, and they don't speak English. So when we speak, we often have to translate. And um, when it comes to translating, not a lot of swears are involved. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, man, you're, you're hot and proper and smart. This world is not fair. Damn it! Okay, so okay, fine. Um, Let's let's talk Russia and and versus America. Like, do you think there's any differences between these countries or none?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Huge differences. So I think the biggest thing, and this is something I talk about with my mom a lot. So um, a lot of this is kind of gleaned from her perspective, having grown up in the Soviet Union. But I mean, just a couple obvious ones to start. I think in America we are incredibly. Individualistic. And uh, as you also know, even communist countries, um, that's just not how these people roll, mm-hmm. especially immigrants. Um, it's still massively her thinking uh, revolves around the collective and a greater good sensibility and um, you before I thinking, um, which is really lovely in some aspects. Um, but that strength can also be a weakness. So, in that regard, I kind of like America a little bit better. I also think, you know, Americans are very entrepreneurial. Mm -hmm. So the whole making a name for yourself is something that's obviously very important to me as an artist, writer, actor. I know it's important to you as well. Mm -hmm. Versus it, that's not a concept that someone like my mom or other uh, immigrants, like OG Russians I've met, Mm -hmm. I I don't know that many that are pursuing the kind of stuff I am. Um, And then as far as, the Russian side of it goes, I think that Russians are very direct and very literal,
0: uh,
1: which is definitely a large part of my personality as well. Um, And so I think that when it comes to the sense of humor, Uh, you have to be, you have to have an ear for dry humor and I don't think all of it lands. And I, I find that when I'm first starting to become friends with someone or, uh, doing an interview like this one, I have to kind of monitor like my tone a little bit sometimes just because of that. Um, uh, yeah, I think those are the biggest ones.
0: You're so pleasant. I just don't, well, okay. maybe, Maybe, yeah, but I, I get, I, I feel you on the direct thing for sure because, um, I don't know like we're just direct is it because you think it's communism or you think it's the um cold weather we're like what what makes people <laughs>
1: yeah we have to be very conservative with our language because otherwise like we have no warm air inside our body we need to hold it all in yeah that's true um, <laughs>
0: Only safe- <laughs> that makes sense yeah but um yeah i i do I totally the, think- the other
1: driving mm-hmm. Yeah, I was also going to say the other driving force, I think, of Russian humor in general is, uh, and again, this goes back to communist principles, is the fact that it's, you can't, because you can't directly criticize government in an open way. I mean, for example, my mom grew up watching husbands and fathers being pulled into um, dark tinted windowed cars by people in suits and never seeing them again. Like that is very much an experience that, that was part of her reality um and so I think that the way that affects humor is we like to joke about the most serious things because if you joke about it you can say hey it was just a joke and you can't really get in trouble for it Mm -hmm. uh and so I definitely had a reputation in school growing up as a smart ass because I'd be like but I was just joking and I mean like I was as a kid you know but I'd say I'd say shit you're not supposed to say as a kid um and make observations about power structures that uh, (laughs) wasn't really warranted in like high school drama club or whatever it was I was doing and pissing people off with, you know?
0: (laughs) Can you tell us one Uh, thing that pissed people off that you said in
1: high school? Oh, man, I wish I had an example prepared. Oh, um, you know, nothing's coming to mind right now. But if something comes up, I'll tell you.
0: Okay, what is, like, a controversial opinion
1: that you have that people have a strong reaction to? Oh, I mean, uh, I think you could probably guess this one, but I, I believe that men should pay the bills.
0: Hell yeah. All of
1: the bills in a relationship.
0: Yeah. but I mean, the thing is, if you go to China and say that, they'd just be like, of course. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's location yes. as an opinion, even. You know what I mean? So, like,
1: because when yeah. I
0: to China, I'm like, fuck, I definitely left China at the wrong time because I was just talking to, like, this Uber driver basically in China, right? And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. I have four houses. So I was like, why the fuck are you driving Uber then? And he's like, well, because I'm bored. He's like a grandpa, so it's like, every part of his life is set, basically. Um, and he can mm. do rental property, and he doesn't have anything to do during the day, so he just drives people around. So I'm like, what the fuck? Wow. Well, like that, and he doesn't even have any bills, right? And I've been said, and I'm in this freaking America thing, and now guys wanting me to pay 50 percent of the bills. Fuck that shit. Anyways, yeah,
1: that- I know it. It is it is fun being you know I definitely think that that's the the budding slash already here next wave of feminism um just realizing that hey we weren't able to achieve equality and men are still being paid more to do the same work cool so like how does that play out in our personal lives um and that that in itself could be an entire podcast series so we can keep talking about that or we can move on it's up to you
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's, let's move on. I feel like, yeah, I could, I could spend days just talking about it. Um, But okay, so how did you you get into acting and writing?
1: I actually got into it through an amazing nonprofit, I believe it's a nonprofit program called Destination Imagination. It's this thing for elementary, middle school kids. It's nationwide, but I've only really heard of um, Midwestern people talking about it. But basically, they get you into groups, you do little skits for competition and you write a play and you make your costumes and it always has an educational theme and they teach you theater games and directing and set design and all of that stuff. So really it was just a really great kids program. And um, I was really grateful to be able to participate in it because I lived in the middle of nowhere. So culture and art, I think uh, being able to give that to kids in that specific geographical region was so important. Mm,
0: I love that. So um, now that you're in LA, like in a writer, like actress and a writer, what is that like?
1: Um, I think it's challenging because, you know, it's hard to know what to expect before you get here. And then once you have these experiences in your personal and professional life, that then shapes your life here. So I think as far as My experience, Mm -hmm. I moved across the country away from everyone and everything I know to do this. So I've been juggling both of those. Like the fact that this is all new and that I'm doing the artistic stuff. And I think that makes a difference. I've met a lot of people who grew up in California doing this already. Um, And they're not clicking into this whole experience the same way I am. I love it. I enjoy it. Um, I wish I could do more of it Um, and that's where I am with it right now
0: Mm, I love that so like what was your reaction of your family and friends oh of course Maria she's gonna go to LA and be an actress or were they like no what are you doing like what was what was your reaction to you pursuing your dream
1: so I'm an only child and my parents knew from a young age that I loved Los Angeles. I don't know how I even heard of it. But just like one day at 12, I was like, I'm gonna move to LA. And my parents were like, can you not? (laughs) Can you not Um, (laughs) our only child, can you please don't do that? Uh (laughs) but they um when it when it came time to go to college, I was very set on getting into UCLA and they said that they would help um support me through college which i'm very grateful for if and only if i did not go to college in california what the fuck So that was kind of their last
0: uh last effort. Okay. i know yeah, yeah last
1: <laughs> ditch right that like so so i ended up in boston which was fine um and still after after four years there i was like okay well cool i'm going to california nice try um so oh, other than that, I think the distance <laughs> yeah. is hard. Yeah. I think the distance is hard. It's hard on me. It's gotten harder on me, actually, as time has gone by. Um, but they're very supportive about me and my creative life. Like, they just want me to be happy. And I think that that's, I'm so grateful for it. And I think that's a really healthy way to be supportive if you have an artist in your life, too, just just say, okay, do what makes you happy. And I, if there ever came a day where I said I didn't want to do this anymore, I'm sure my friends and family back home would say, that's okay, we still love you. What do you want to do next? Mm,
0: I love that. That's so great. I love, I yeah. love how everything just played out. So um, what is a typical day like for you?
1: Um, so in a nutshell, I'd say uh, wake up, do my day job, work on my passion project, Mm-hmm. and then after work just try to be happy that's yeah. all it's awesome it's, it's a simple great,
0: yeah I love simple lives they're the best you know you don't want super complicated um so what do you think Russians mm. find funny or like what do you think is like more Russian humor
1: <laughs> um death <laughs> yeah death is,
0: death yeah is funny,
1: actually. it is yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think nihilism and existentialism is pretty much the foundation of some of Russia's greatest comedic and dramatic works. Um, we just love the fact that we're about to die any minute. We're just loving it. Yeah, that is awesome. Oh, I
0: think yeah. too, it's always like, well, you, you want to die? It's like everything is like you want to die. And it's like, we're obsessed with it. <laughs> we're not supposed to talk about it. It's like a weird, weird thing. Um, really? Interesting. Yeah. it's like, it's like, it's like go to hell. We just say that all the time. <laughs> or maybe me, I don't know. Maybe people around me like to say that to me, but who knows. Um, so what is like the Russian diaspora community in LA like? Because I feel like uh, the people who are born here who, who are, you know, second generation Chinese, a little bit different from people who just came here like a few years ago, is different from people who are in
1: Southeast Asia. So like, what do you feel like is the Russian community in LA like? That's an excellent question. I'm not very tuned into that, but via a friend, um, I've heard that uh, Russians get, Amer- I don't know if you find this way with Chinese people as well, but Russians get Americanized very quickly. So even my mom says, I'm more American than I am Russian. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah.
1: it's, it's hard not to be, especially if yeah. you're in entertainment, Yeah, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Do you go to, like, other – is there good Russian restaurants in L.A.? Yeah,
1: I mean, actually, a lot of WeHo uh, has Russian restaurants. There's some oh. famous ones. Um, there is one – the name I'm forgetting, but uh, I've been there, and the, the way you'll know it's the one I'm talking about is they make their own vodka there, and they make flavored oh, vodkas. Oh, my God. Is it, like, Stoly doli
0: Like, you put the pineapple, and then you – Put, like, vodka in it. I'm not an alcoholic, I promise, but... No, no, I just never heard of that. Um, okay. I'm it's, not it's delicious. Delicious. I, I know it's just pineapple juice, but it's pure alcohol. Ooh. It's pure vodka. It's amazing. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Um, yeah, it sounds similar. Ooh. Okay, we, we're going to go. We're going to go one of these days. We're going to find rich dudes. We're going to pay for all our shit, and we're going to go... <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Um, sounds like a plan. Yeah, let's do this. Um, so, how do you deal with like rejection and haters and just people who don't believe in you or like don't want you to succeed in general?
1: I'm really glad you asked uh, because I have had a lot of haters and a lot of bullies um, in my life. Like a, maybe a disproportionate amount, but
0: like it has built character. Because well, um, you're beautiful and you're successful. And like the more successful you are, the more people
1: hate you. I mean, that's just how life is, you know? yeah Yeah, I admire I admire the way and I'm sure your listeners know by now how you handle all of this too I just want (laughs) to say you you've been a big source of inspiration for me (laughs) I don't know if that's Uh, because I'm such
0: an evil bitch but thank you I appreciate that
1: (laughs) no I want more evil bitches in the world please okay Okay, thank you now I have Um, I feel happier yeah (laughs) but for me um kind of See, so, yeah, I see you facing things like that head on and acknowledging it and publicizing it. For me, my reaction is to not deal with it all. You're classier. you way
0: classier than I am. That's why you're dating better people. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, totally.
1: <laughs> well, no. Well, I just, I just try to shift my focus. And I also um, have done a lot of self-work around the fact that other people's communication styles and issues are not my issues. And so if somebody reacts a certain way to me in an interpersonal conflict that has to do with an artistic project, I, I work really hard to not take it personally. I still have really hurt feelings and I deal with that privately, mm-hmm. but I just kind of ignore the thing publicly. I just like, okay, well, on to the next. Um, And as far as auditioning and getting rejected, the the kind of the nice thing about auditioning and and not getting a role, which is 99% of the job as an actress, that's actually normal. Even when you're at a high, high level, famous actresses get passed over all the time. And not only do they get passed over, they get passed over in the trade magazines, like everybody hears about it. Interesting you know because you'll hear about like actresses went out for that role but she didn't get it you know i mean i think that's even even an everyday movie go or not in the industry mm-hmm. can my mom knows about like oh scarlett johansson didn't get that, that role but she got this one interesting <laughs> you know
0: yeah.
1: but um i think but at this level where i am um it's nice that i don't have to hear that i didn't get a role
0: true. so for
1: me a real win isn't necessarily about Booking the thing, for me, it's more about can I get called in by that same casting director again? Because Mm -hmm. I have enough successful actor friends who are not household names, but are making a living. Mm -hmm. And for them, they've been here for 10, 20 years, right? And they have told me it's not the first or second time you get called into a casting office that you book the gig, it's the 12th or 13th or 15th Mm -hmm. time. So you want to make an excellent impression, show up and do your job, be a creative person. Mm-hmm. and leave and that's it
0: mm-hmm. i love that thank you for this insider advice i think you just saved a lot of heartache or a lot of uh, <laughs> after seriously this is great advice thank you
1: i hope so uh, yeah
0: so uh who who's your favorite comic
1: oh man who's my favorite comic i like so many comics um can you tell me yours first and then i'll help jog my memory
0: sure, sure. so patrice o'neill i feel like he's just the greatest of all time for me all the time because I don't even think of him as a comic honestly I feel like he's more like a social commentator and he just says so many ridiculous things but it's true um mm. and to me like he he did something that I think no other comedian was able to do which is like point mm. out a lot of issues in like a conversational style with um the audience right and so I feel like whenever mm. I look for inspiration I look to him I also have other comedians I just like I really like um uh, Tiffany Haddish she's amazing yeah um, yeah yes. uh, Maria mm-hmm. Bamford I like mm-hmm. um, who else did I like why am I blanking out okay Louis CK um I really like uh Robert Peng. I had him on my podcast and I like um, oh yeah and uh Ali Wong great um mm-hmm. and T.K. Tatara K.T. Tatara? Fuck I can't even remember his name I'm just like thinking about a bunch of comics right now um, but yeah those are yeah. the ones I feel like Patrice will always be the greatest of all time for me
1: um, yeah. yeah what about you? I like um, Mike Birbiglia he has a new special on Netflix um, I think it's called A New One that was really wonderful I'm also a big fan of Bo Burnham um, mm. and I've been listening to a lot of Steve. Uh, Byron. I think I've never heard anyone say his he last hurt. name out loud. Oh, so. the Korean, the half he's Korean, burnt. half white guy. Yeah, he's amazing. I love him. Yeah, I love him. Um, and I've been discovering some more uh, comics, not new but new to me. Through uh, Comedy Central has a stand-up uh, Instagram page, um, and they've been really good about sharing. Yeah, go check it out. They they've been sharing some really great little bits from different specials. Mm-hmm. Um and I've been finding a lot of people through there but off the top of my head right now those are some people I love. I also I mean Mike Bigley and Bo Burnham the intersection between those two guys is essentially their stand-up specials are more like one man shows and mm-hmm. I'm really I'm really into that format and I love that it's through the lens of stand-up comedy because I feel like I- I'm personally working on a one woman show right now Ooh, um and so um, I don't have a title yet. It's very early. It's early days, girl. It's early days. I will let you know. But um so I like that they do it through the lens of stand up comedy because I think like doing a one woman show sounds like such like a fifty something year old divorce thing to do. <laughs> like it's not a sexy idea. Mm, but I but, like uh, I think yeah, um, so I like that they do it through stand-up. So, like, once I once I have my thing, I'm probably going to bill it as a stand-up show, honestly. Mm, I love
0: it. I can't wait. Let me know when it's out. I'm going to promote the hell out of yeah. it. Yeah, uh, thank uh, you. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I... always was I going to ask? Okay, so, like, what do you feel like is a Russian perception of Americans?
1: Of Americans? Oh, yeah. um... My mom, my favorite thing my mom has ever said before she moved here, she genuinely, with her whole little heart, believed that every American had a country accent, wore a 10 gallon hat, and carried multiple $100 bills in their pocket. That's
0: hilarious. Oh my God.
1: Yes. Um, And then she moved to upstate New York, and that is not who was there.
0: Almost like opposite that you can move. That's hilarious. Yeah. I love it. Um, do you feel like your family talks about Americans a different way? Or do they feel like they're already American? Or do they still feel Russian sometimes? Like, what is what is that relationship like?
1: Uh, I think my mom, as I mentioned before, definitely thinks I've been very Americanized. Mm-hmm. Um, she's now proudly a dual citizen um, and mm-hmm. has really am- embrace that identity for her um which was a journey and very interesting to like be a part of and and see um as far as Americans in general um I know that you know this past election with the the all the Russian stuff I think that was interesting for her to watch and I think that was hard in a lot of ways um because like kind of not ideal I mean we have to be yeah. in that country <laughs> at a very practical level I don't want visas to get rejected and things like that you know yeah for sure for sure yeah this is a really great point thank you
0: for sharing that um so uh you run a podcast as well like it's called suit what well, you're super into so like what are you super into
1: I like to geek out on things like um Dungeons and Dragons. And video games, and I'm super into like Pokemon and Sailor Moon and um a bunch of geeky stuff like that.
0: You know what you should do? You should start a Twitch channel so you can be any every nerdy guy's like dream. And you're gonna sell bathwater at a hundred dollars uh, <laughs> per ounce, and you're gonna be. <laughs> oh my god! That's what you're gonna do? Yeah. Uh, because, oh my god, you're (laughs) even more perfect than I thought. You like Gigi stuff. All the guys, I think, have just fallen in love with you. Um, seriously. Uh, That's amazing. Um, wow. Um, I need, I don't, I don't even, like, do you play Steam games?
1: No, but I'd like to, um, I'm, I'm upgrading my console. Do you have any ones that you recommend? I don't know anything about video games, but, like, if you do, holy shit, you'd be,
0: like, What's the equivalent of like nerd Oprah? You'd be nerd <laughs> Oprah for guys. Like, oh my guys. god. Lee, that is awesome. I'm writing that down. Yeah, it's just a yeah, so Twitch channel. Just like release your um one woman special on Twitch and you'd be like a billionaire. Like I, I call it <laughs> first. I call it first. Um but wow, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Um Thank so, you. Oh, like that's you're seriously a perfect woman. I don't know if you see it. <laughs> um so Thanks, like bb yeah anytime um so you you've been in la for a while now so like what are your uh, tips and advice for like new actresses
1: yeah um i would say i have a few points so i'll go through them um this is a new one for me someone recently said to me don't do anything anyone tells you to oh i like that.
0: um i do that i think I yeah do
1: anyway. <laughs> um, yes yes there's a there's a lot of rumors and uh lies that people will sell you in la and it's not to i'm not trying to sound jaded here i think it's genuinely people have advice to share but at the same time the common formula they tell young actresses who Don't have any chance of like nepotism and don't come from trust fund families. They tell us to get into these acting classes, get these headshots, do these workshops, send out these mailers, um, practice auditioning. And I think the only thing that's actually worthwhile is maybe practicing auditioning. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I know... Every person I know who's doing that isn't booking and the people, uh-huh. excuse me, the people who are might be doing it at some level, but more yeah. often than not, they're also focused on things they're actually passionate about, not passionate about because someone said, Hey, if you do this thing, it's going to give you this result, but you actually love it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: you use that as a side door back into the industry.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Also, ladies, ladies, figure out how to make money because this waitressing bullshit, like it might work for you. And if you, if you have good waitressing skills, I do not, I respect waitresses. I think that people are do it that do it have very valuable skills. You have to be very good at it to make good money. You have to be smart about which restaurants you pick, et cetera. However, it's not as flexible as you think it's going to be. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people get into this, they end up losing their jobs to take a one-day acting gig. That's non-union, that pays low. And then they have to go back to find a job and it takes them two months or whatever. Don't do that. Start your own business now. If you're in college, if you're in high school, I don't care, start something online. Whether you're private labeling things, whether you are starting a Twitch channel and getting donations, whatever that is, get yourself a source of income that's completely independent You can like it. You can don't like it. It does not matter. But you need money to be an actor. Being an actor is not cheap. My headshots cost $3,000. If I was taking a class right now, I'd be paying $500 a month. Like it's not cheap. And if you, if you come from a modest background from the Midwest, like I do, Mm -hmm. you really, you really got to understand that. Like it sucks, but you can do it. So just get started on the other half of it. Now it'll bring you peace of mind, which is, you can't put a price on that you know
0: I love that yeah this is such good advice I hope you guys are taking notes because this is so true and oh my god five thousand dollar headshots it's totally worth it I was like yeah what that makes it because I can see the quality of your headshots so that's totally worth it I love that um
1: I'm wow. glad I went with the photographers I did mm-hmm. and it's still and you can still get headshots and great headshots and pay less however there's just so many pros and cons, you know?
0: Yeah, that's true. You're sharing some awesome advice. I, love it. I, almost, I almost want to rebrand it like how to make it as an actress, but we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> title. okay. Um, so Sounds um, good. How can you, yeah, no problem. So how can you win over? Okay. Let's separate this to, to men and women. How can you win over a Russian woman and how to, can you win over a Russian man?
1: Well, I mean for women, we practically invented gold digging. So money. Yeah,
0: um <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I think I know a lot good. of Russian
1: Yeah.
0: Russian <laughs> women. <laughs> Got it. Very smart, yes.
1: i mean you know besides designer labels um i think that if you have a self-deprecating sense of humor i think that that's something russian people really respond to because we don't really love it when people have big egos um like confidence and having an ego i think are two different things here and um you know just basically good food and good drinks i love a delicious meal like that that wins me over every time yes so uh, and for men uh, mm -hmm. For men, I'm not quite sure. I, I think, I think there might be more like any other man. They just, they love a beautiful lady and someone that makes them happy. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, that's perfect. It's pretty much, it, this, I, yeah, I guess it's every, it's pre- but I think like American women are a little bit different just because we've been brainwashed a little bit. But anyways, who, who am I to say that? Um, okay. <laughs> so um, what, if you rule the world, what would you do?
1: <laughs> um i mean who wouldn't end world hunger and bring peace right but realistically i think yes, like i wouldn't okay
0: <laughs> just to be a bitch. you wouldn't <laughs> what would you yeah. do wait what would you do i'd just be rich myself and fuck everyone else um that was- heck
1: yeah <laughs> I mean, I would, okay, well, day one, I'm making sure that the rest of my time alive, I'm going to be relaxed and freaking happy. So I'm going to do, I'm going to put all that stuff in a place. Then I'm taking all my friends and family with me. Then I'm grabbing all the other artists who I know and love, either on a personal or professional level. I'm making sure all their shit's getting out. Um, and then I'm going to make... I thought about this too. I want to make people who are smarter and know more about this stuff than me, put them in charge mm-hmm. and help them make the world um, a lot safer. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see a little more dispersion of wealth. Thank you, Bezos. Um, You're a ju- genius. And that's my idealistic. You're a genius. <laughs> Holy shit. You're
0: really <laughs> genius. I love it. It's Lee,
1: better. I love you. Compliments. Thank you. You're so Lee, nice to me.
0: I just... I- I'm just gonna be rich myself, fuck everyone else, and you actually did that and helped everyone, so uh, okay, so if you could do anything over, would you do anything over redo, or like would you just keep everything the same in your life?
1: Oof girl, um I only got to a place in my life where I feel like chips have fallen into place, and like the past year, maybe even the past six months, I finally feel alive. <sighs> so for me uh there would be a lot I'd do over I think if I could like talk to my younger self I'd probably get her to figure out her confidence issues so much faster that was something I really dealt with and going through bullying in college was not helpful for that and then coming into LA and I've I've had some very specific experiences that were unusual um coming into LA and it got pretty hardcore pretty fast and um I think I could have I think I, I wish I would have gone back and worked on my self-esteem, which also would have led me to learning who, who is for me and who is not for me. I think that's a real skill to figure out who is there in your life, who has genuine intentions and cares about other people and is generally the kind of person you want to be around, right? Like,
0: yeah, if I could
1: have fine-tuned that, that would have been helpful too. I love that. And uh, now that we've all fallen in love with you,
0: um, how can we? Speak <laughs> you? What's your website? What's your social media? How can we book and work with you?
1: Thank you for asking. Um, I think that the best way to get a hold of me and for all of that good stuff is Instagram. I'm, uh, my Instagram handle is very simple it is my name, it is at Maria underscore Tim O Can you spell that so out? us? you letters? can. Because we're
0: dumb and we can't um, sound stuff out.
1: That's okay, so Maria, underscore, and my last name is spelled T as in Tom, I, M as in Mary, O, N as in Nancy, I, N as in Nancy, A, Tim, O, Nina.
0: I love that. So um, thank you so much for this amazingly insightful interview. I had a lot of fun uh, with you. And Me then, too. Yeah, you got some great knowledge where uh, of course the actors and actresses in LA was uh, basically invaluable Thank you so much for that. And uh, really appreciate your time and hope to have you on future episodes to come.
1: Thank you. I'm so honored and grateful to do this with you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, It was all
0: mine. Thank you
1: so much.